Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling his solo tonight. But tonight, we have a special guest on tonight, Rodney Bellinger, University of Miami, 1979-1983, drafted in the third round by the Buffalo Bills. Oh, my goodness. And Rodney is in the Coconut Grove Hall of Fame. Just inducted over the weekend. We're so happy to have Rodney Bellinger on our show. Hey, but before we get Rodney on the show, I got to take a deep breath before I say all of this because... Rodney is not only a friend, he's a role model for me. He was a leader of our team, captain of our team, and a dynamite of a player. I mean, not just was, not, Rodney didn't just play with heart. He had to play with heart because he, was, he wasn't the biggest man on the field, but he had more heart than anybody on the field. Rodney, what's happening? Oh, man. Uh, not much, Darren. I'm just. Uh... Happy to be talking to a former teammate. That makes me feel real comfortable. <laughs> well, that's what I, that's my job, right, is to make you feel comfortable, man. You made me feel so comfortable when I got to the University of Miami. You was one of them guys I leaned on, I talked to. Um, even though you played defense, I would have never known it because you was always an ear to listen to and somebody to guide people. You know, you took people under, under their wings, man, under your wing. Uh, you took me under under your wing. I never get used one of them guys say, man, if you go to class, you ain't going to have no problem. You go to class and you go to practice, you have no problems at the University of Miami. And I had no problem, Rod. I appreciate everything you did for me, man, while I was down there. And you got me off to a good start, too. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for that uh, compliment there. I, I appreciate that. Whenever young guys came into the program, you know, I always felt, like I had a part to play in getting guys adjusted and acclimated to uh, our program because uh, I felt like it needed to be done because I wanted to I wanted to win a championship and I always believed that the way to do it was to make guys feel like we were one big happy family. Plus, Coach Snellenberger. Uh, would call me in every now and then and tell me to take some guys under under my wing. And sometimes it went well and sometimes it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, Rod. Sometimes it went well and sometimes it didn't. You know, sometimes we go to practice and you look up and somebody didn't go to practice and you get back to the dorm and they be gone, man. You never see them again. It was, you know, it was that kind of practices we had down there too, though. I, I know, you know, uh, guys had egos, and you get young guys. They 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 they're involved in the recruiting process as as uh, high school graduates, and they come in as freshmen. And now you got to start all over again. What you did in high school don't mean a heck of a lot now, because we need you 
to show us more than what you did in high school. So we're, you're not getting that treatment anymore coming from high school being recruited to our university. But, you know, you're a part of the family, and, and, and we're trying to be a part of helping you become a young man. You oh, know, that's what I doubt. Yeah. You know, right now, um, how, 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 how did it make you feel being from Miami, being a part of the first national championship in school history, University of Miami uh, history? You know, how did it make you feel being a part of that and being from the city? Um, to tell you the truth, uh, now since I'm older, I have a better uh, outlook or uh, perception of what I went through. As a young 18-year-old up to a 21-year-old, I didn't pay it much attention when I was playing ball. I guess that's why my family, my mother and my sister and, and her husband kept me uh, uh, on notice that, hey, you were there for a purpose. You know, I was uh, sometimes being young, you, 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 you want to have a lot of fun. But, you know, you're there for, for uh, business, you know, to be a student, a student first and an athlete second. But there was some pressure on me, you know, staying two miles, growing up two miles away from the campus. Uh, I had to see my peers all the time when I go back to my neighborhood, which I went on a, uh, almost daily uh, after, after practice and studies. But, uh, you know, you get guys from the hood, they be straight up in your face. Oh, man, you're sitting the bench this year. <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting the bench, man. What's happening, man? You ain't getting no play. <laughs> All right. I was going yeah. back. I remember the story. I went back to my my uh, brother-in-law, and I told him, man, I can't take this, man. These cats coming in my face talking about I ain't getting no play. He said, man, you, gotta, you got to work hard. And you got to get yourself stronger and learn learn the playbook and compete for a job. You know, you have to commit yourself, and, and, and quitting is not an option. So once I got that out of my my blood, that quitting wasn't, wasn't an option. Heck, it was, it was uh, that spring going into my sophomore year, I, I worked on getting stronger. And uh, I ended up winning the starting job my sophomore year. And uh, I didn't have many pressures on me after that because it, everything was upwards for me, you know, in my development process as a student athlete. So uh, I, didn't, I had more arms put around me in my neighborhood and I had people <laughs> shouting at me, man, you sitting in bench. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Rod, I'm going to tell you something, man. We got one of your homeboys on and uh, one of your former teammates, Kenny Calhoun. He's he's on he's on tonight. What's happening, Kenny? Hey, Darrell. You guys got it. What's up, Rodney, Darrell? Hey, hey, man, I'm up, loving Kenny? this life. Yeah, loving this life. Hey, Kenny, um, you know, being, a, being in a sense, Kenny is a year older than I am, and Rodney is a year older than Kenny, and so I had an opportunity to play two years with Rodney, and Kenny had an opportunity to play three years with Rodney, and, and Rod, I know as you took me under your wing, I know you took uh, Kenny under your wing at the same time before you took me, because, uh, you know, he, he often tells stories how, how, how hard you worked and 
how you dog the DBs out when they wasn't working hard. You know, Kenny, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Daryl. Wow. You know, hey, Rodney, man, I, I uh, really I'm honored that you uh, invited the uh, 1983 starting defensive backs to uh, uh, present you with the uh, Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame in Coconut Grove, man. That was an honor. Uh, I, I appreciate it. And uh, you are well deserved of that Hall of Fame and many more. You know, um, when I came into the U, um, and, and I mentioned there at the presentation, at first, you know, you was my roomie, uh, then you was my teammate, and then, you know, we became friends for life, you know, came for life, that kind of thing. But uh, I admired you because of your your work ethic, and I, I told you we talked after the um, ceremony on uh, Friday, you know, you had the best feet that I've ever seen of a defensive back at the University of Miami. Uh, you know, you never got knocked off your feet. You, 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 you're just smooth, man, and I really admired that. Uh, you know, we had a Fred Marion who was fit pal, we used to call him Sports Illustrated <laughs> All-American. He had nice feet, but Rodney, you know, like I told you, you had the best feet I've, I've seen out of anybody at the University of Miami. And um, I, I had a pleasure. We played on the same strong side. And, man, you know, what I didn't get, you came and cleaned up, you know what I'm saying? So we had a solid unit for, like, a couple of years, man. And uh, I, I appreciate having you back there, backing me up. Love you, man. Well, thank you. Thank you, man. As a matter of fact, how I, I developed those feet, man, I, uh, quick story. I was in 11th grade, and it was a, a pro player named Neil Cozy that played with my high school that was playing with the Oakland Raiders. And I asked him, he was coming out helping us with practice, and I asked him one day, can I work out with him? I was only in 11th grade, and he told me to meet him out on the park around 4.30 in the summertime. And make a long story short, when I got drafted in, in the National Football League, hey, me and him still was working out. You know, he was a pro and I was a pro. He probably was in his, his 10th year or 11th year or something like that, and I was a rookie. So when I came to UM, I was so much more advanced than, 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 than the rest of the guys that they brought in as recruits. Even though I was small, you know, I, I, I learned through Neil that you're being a, a, a great, if you want to be a great corner, you got to have great feet and you have to have great instinct. And you have to be under control and have uh, understand finesse when you play in the position and when when to be physical. And uh, uh, he taught me that, and um, it, it it was an advantage for me. And uh, to beat out, I beat out big big guys that were two times bigger than me. Was able to cover guys two times bigger than me and tackle big guys and. And I really developed that no fear factor, and I had a little oof in my hit, my my hitting, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that <laughs> helped. Yeah, that helped a lot. But it 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 helped develop me in more than one way. You know, I I I was able to become a, a mentor and a leader to the younger guys because I learned that hard work every every practice. Every drill, 
every chance I get, you know, was was the best way to be the best player. So uh, I appreciate that by Kenny, and that that's a great compliment. And uh, he's right. You know, we played on the same side for two years, man, and I swear, other than the championship game, I never remember anybody on run for us, on sweeps, anything getting by us, and never anybody catching uh, uh, takeoffs or bombs on us. It was always us knocking balls down and knocking guys down and intimidating guys and just having fun, man, for for those couple of years, man. It just was a pleasure, you know. Yeah. To be hey, able hey to some things that, that people don't know that I'm going to bring out, Rodney. You know, you was a little bit guy because I know Coach Archie was hassling you, and if, if I'm not correct, correct me. That 183 was a, a barometer for you. You had to stay under that because uh, – <laughs> As I remember, that 183, you know, was a you, you know you was fighting that. So you wasn't like a little guy as far as weight wise. So you know you was bringing that force, packing the punch. You know what I'm saying? So you know I, I know you used to come up and feel and hit and like you said you did bring that oomph. And uh, I know uh, during practice we uh, often talked about you know getting our weight down and all of that. But uh, is that correct, Ron? Well, that's correct. What happened with me is I came in at 165 pounds from Carl Gable Senior High, and it was a weight, strength, and conditioning coach named Ray Ganung that hounded me. I wasn't I wasn't lifting but 135 pounds, and uh, on on bench press, man, that guy got started hounding me, and he got me in that weight room, man. Before you know it, my senior year, I was bench pressing 405 you know, five times. So he built my muscle mass up, and I think that's what was the trouble with keeping my weight down, my muscle mass. You know, I was able to to de- develop it developed quickly, and I had to take it easy. That even happened to me in the, in the professional ranks where they would tell me, no, no more lifting weights, Rodney. You got to stay limber. So, but what it did do, it, it 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 by Ray uh, developing my developing me through the weight room, through strength and conditioning. It made me a a, a, a great hitter, and it was a big part of me. Uh, the NFL noticing me that hey, this little guy he got not only got great feet and can cover man, he he wallops people. So yeah. uh, Rodney, you definitely you, came up and, and brought a wallop. That was for sure. But you know, one of the things I noticed about you by watching you throughout my career is you got faster right now. You were you were faster from the day I saw you to the day you went to the NFL. And that's one of the things that I noticed. And I and, and but we all know the bigger you are, the stronger you are, the faster you're supposed to run. You know that that muscle mass is supposed to make you stronger. And you you definitely became a, a faster um um athlete at, at the University of Miami. And Rod, um, you know, it was, it was out of question. Uh, you came up and made a lot of big hits. Um, matter of fact, you put Mike Rozier out of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Was that you or Reggie? That was, that Reg- was, Reg- that was Reggie. Oh, oh Reggie, Reggie put Mike Rozier yeah, out of the national championship game. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but uh, Rod, we got another guest. So we got another call on the show. I know you want to get in. But um, uh, um, Matt, Matt, we got um, Anthony on. Anthony, how's it going? Hello, hello. Can you hear me? 
we got you loud and clear, Anthony. How's it going? Beautiful, beautiful. I've been listening to the show. I always wondered how was it that a guy out of Coconut Grove made such a, a headway in the NFL at his size coming out of Gables. Uh, hearing that story just made me see it all come to reality. Congratulations, yeah. Rodney. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, relaxing at my family's home and uh, getting ready to get on the road to get back to Augusta. I'm still in Miami. Okay, yeah. so am I. So am I. We really enjoyed you this, this weekend at the Hall of Fame, and we look to do some great things with you in the future. Uh, same here. Same here. Just call on me, man. I'll be ready. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, I was at the uh, office today of uh, Monty Trainer. He was a uh, gentleman in the uh, Coconut Grove area that had a famous restaurant called Monty's, and he's a U.M. Hurricane, uh, what they call Gold Booster member. And uh, he was telling me how he would sometimes give part-time jobs to the football team. I think Rodney was one of them. Uh, he would come in and eat them out of uh, <laughs> he, 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 he eat up a lot of food in the, in the caves. And then, uh, hey, hey, Anthony, say, I don't hey, know if we can say that part work out now. now. I, I don't know if that's true or not. So I'm, 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 I can't confirm or deny that. <laughs> you can't confirm or deny that. And, 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 and Anthony, Anthony uh, I can't confirm or deny that either. I really can't confirm why tonight. And and and, and Anthony, you can't ask mm -hmm. a hurricane that's came through the program in the eighties, probably eighties or the nineties. Do they know oh, Monty wow. Trainers? Of course, we know Monty Trainers, man. Um, wow, it's still one of the best restaurants and bars you're going to go to in South Florida, in Coconut Grove. And um, if you play for the Hurricanes, um, you know Monty Trainers for sure. No doubt. Right, right, right. right. Well, well, Monty is a big Hurricane UM booster, and uh, he, we were, I, I was in his office today, and uh, my son pulled up a YouTube of that last second play uh, in the '83 championship game. Who who knocked that pass down in that that two minute uh, that two uh, two point effort that Nebraska tried to uh, run on you guys? That would be Kenny Calhoun. Who was that? Uh, was that someone knocked that, that two-point effort pass down by that quarterback? Yeah, that would be Kenny Calhoun. He's on the show with us tonight, uh, Anthony, as a matter of fact. Yep. Huh? Kenny, say hello to Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Kenny Calhoun, hey, man. How you, uh, how you doing? How you, we, we watched that video about four times on YouTube. And uh, we, oh, we man, you know, back great, then, they, they didn't have that, that H, HD like they do now. We kept looking at, what's that number? Who's that guy? And uh, hey, no, number two in the program, the one in the girls' heart, bro. I think that's Rodney. I think that's Rodney. <laughs> uh, Rodney <laughs> okay, good. Good. But the point is, is that that particular play, and you guys won yeah. the championship. That was uh, fantastic. Simply fantastic. Hey, Anthony, it, all the um, it took a team effort. Anthony, thanks for calling, man. We got some other calls on the show. We only got a little bit of time. We appreciate it. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock on voiceamerica.com. Sports Info. We'll do. We'll yeah. do. We'll hey, do. appreciate Thank it. you, guys. Hey, Have um, a good one. Rodney, we'll hook up. All right. All right. Okay. All right. I'll call hey, you. Um, we're we going to take a quick commercial break, Rod. And, hey, man, we got some callers on the backside. We'll holler at you and see what's going on in your life. Hey, guys, we'll be right back with more Sports Information.
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. We're elk-bound and down this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Joining us is Randy Newberg, host of Loopholes Fresh Tracks with Randy Newberg, Steve Nessel, Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager, Christy Titus, guest host on RMEF Team Elk, and David Allen, the president and CEO of Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific time on The Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Kenny Calhoun. Um, Remember the 1983 National Championship team? The guy that tapped that ball down when Nebraska went for the two-point conversion. And we got the captain of that team, Rodney Bellinger, with us tonight. Rodney, what's going on, buddy? Oh, man, I'm I'm just excited to be on the show, you know, uh, talking with my former teammates and uh, Kenny Calhoun, you, Darrell. I mean, we have some great memories together now. Um, I'm appreciating having a chance to share some of that with with you and, and others. That's, and I that's appreciate it. To the show. Wow, we got a call on the line. Damon, what's going on, Damon? Hey, what's going on, Dale? Hey, man, I'm loving this life I got, man. Got two of one or two of the best people I know in my life. Uh, Rodney Bellinger, former uh, teammate, member of the 1983 National Championship team, third-round pick of the Buffalo Bills, and Kenny Calhoun. Um, remember that same team, the guy that knocked that pass down from when Nebraska went for the two-point conversion in the game. Say hello to both of these guys. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Damon, what's going on, brother? Hey, Damon, how you doing, man? I'm good. I I had a quick question. Um, What do you you guys know about the, uh, I guess, recruiting from recruiters from different schools? Recruiting uh, middle school guys. Actually, I think that's about that. It's it's um, 
I think that's a reach. At, at you know, from me speaking to to that, I think it's a reach at that at this point because you know the kids got to develop a lot. Uh, you know, we don't know. It's a lot of uncertainty with those middle school kids. That's that's what I'll say about it. Right. Yeah, because I, I was just uh, looking over, uh, I guess, the Internet, and there was this 6'4", 286-pound eighth grader. He visited Alabama, Mississippi, Mississippi State. They all trying to get their hands on him early, but, you know, they can't do too much, right? No, I, I think that's that's still uncertainty. It's still, you know, too young. I mean, I, I, I just, I'm not... For that kind of recruitment and commitment, and that's just a bit much for the kid itself. I, I would agree wholeheartedly, uh, Damon. I think that's a lot. I, I really think um, when you're 14 years old, you haven't really had a chance to grow. You really haven't had a chance to enjoy life, and you haven't had a chance to enjoy the sport. Who's to say by the time you're 16, when you're in the 11th grade, you're going to still have the same love for or the same passion that you had when you were in the 8th grade. And when you're in the 8th grade and you're 280 pounds, you just dominating people. I mean, you just just dominating people. Now, when he gets to be in the 11th grade, when he's 6'7", 340 pounds or 360 pounds, is he going to be able to move in that same fashion? And let me ask you a question. Is Nebraska going to still want him when he's full of donuts and Twinkies and Capri Suns when, he, when he's 17? You understand what I'm saying? And then what kind of letdown is that for a kid? You know, they done recruited him and put him up on this pedestal when he was 14 because he would dominate. And then as soon as he got full of grape soda and Twinkies and he's 17, they don't want him no more. And now he's looking yeah, up not trying the same to... person. He ain't the same person and he don't have the same passion. And now he's looking trying to get a solid scholarship to Georgia Southern or somewhere. You know, he had USC on his, on his, on his radar. That's, I think it's awful. And I don't think people should recruit kids until they at least like you can't take the SATs until the end of your sophomore year, and that's what I think you should be recruited by a college, end of and your I sophomore agree. year. I yeah. agree. You build these kids up, build a heads up, and then you know it can be a disappointment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, you. Um, we got Rodney Bellage on the t- on the line. Um, Damn, you got a call? Got a question for Rod? For we let's get out of here. Uh, what what can you what can you tell me for inspiring um, I guess youth guys coming up playing football? What what, what can you you give advice? Can you give me so I can give to them to keep their passion growing? Well, I, 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 from experience, you know, I always uh, uh, when I'm working with uh, uh, youth. And uh, I've worked with with, with the with, with the youth on the parts, and I've coached high school ball players. And um, like you're talking to us on the radio show right now, me, Kenny, and Daryl, and you hear you 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 hear our story. It you have to tell kids stories that are great stories that make sense to them. Okay, that's going to give them the inspiration to want to use football to better their lives and give them a better chance to have a, a chance to, to, to get an education. 
you know, um, one of the things that happened with me, I, I always, I always was coached by individuals or people or coaches that always uh, talked about education, education, education until. You know, when I got a chance to get my education, you know, I knew it was the right thing to do. But it's always inspiring to let kids know that a Kenny Calhoun, that a Daryl Oliver, that a Rodney Bellinger, that you might hear them on radio radio shows, you might see their pictures and read their history, but one thing you you will read is that they got their education. You know, and... uh, I can tell you firsthand that's the best story to give kids coming up today, especially minority kids. God, I appreciate it. Yep. Hey, Damon, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info Young Radio Show. All right, you guys take it easy. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, man. And, and, and you know, Rod, that is just so true, man. I mean, if we could just get it across to these guys, get your education and fall into society running like hell to make something of yourself. Be a productive citizen in society. If you can get your education and use use the college for what it's there for. It's there for it's a, it's a it's a institution of education. Get your education, go out in the working world, and and turn it on. You know we have so many so many of us, man. So many people, especially us, we don't we don't use it for what it's worth. You know we 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 know so many guys that have left college, and they are no different than the guys that never went to college. They're no different, and we gotta we gotta be able to come out of college and people should be able to look at us and say, that dude went to college on a football scholarship, but he's a manager at somewhere. Or that dude went to college on a football scholarship, but he created his own business. Or, and, you know, I, and, and I really applaud the University of Miami a lot because it's more people I know at the University of Miami that have their degrees that don't have their degree. And I can't say that for some of these other Florida institutions um, in in our state. I just can't say that. They have football. Yeah. Well, 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 just to chime in on that, Daryl, you know, uh, I was uh, a part of that program that uh, I think Donna Shalala was a big part of starting that comeback to school uh, for guys that had left school and didn't finish their education, she uh, was a part of advertising the guys, hey, come back and we'll help you get back in school. And I remember going out to practice one day and I ran into Don Bailey and Don Bailey told me, Rod, you want to finish school? Because I know you only have a few crafts. I said, sure I do, man. And when he told, he told me to take this car, he said, this guy's named David Wyman. You talk to David Wyman, man, and you'll get in school. And in about two weeks, I was in school carrying books. That's <laughs> so, what I'm talking about. You know, you know, and then I looked to the left of me, there's Andre Johnson uh, on one side of me, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's all-pro, nine-year all-pro guy. And... uh Andre yeah. around that time he needed to 
he it was the Pro Bowl time, and he 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 needed two weeks leave to to, to leave, and it was a sociology class, and he told me, Rod, you think you can take the notes for me for the next two weeks? I tell you what, <laughs> I said, I tell you what, oh boy, I know you got nine years, you know you're a nine year pro. But uh, uh, I, I I got somebody in the back back there that may take it. But thank God it was a young lady in the back of us that said that raised her hand and said, "I will. I'll take your nose undressed." <laughs> yeah, but you know, Riley, so, we laugh about that. But it's a it's not only you and Andre Johnson. I know of some other athletes that have gone through that same program, and we really have to applaud the University of Miami and say thank you to the University of Miami, man. Because yes, it's not many schools that will tell an athlete, hey, you didn't finish your degree in 1980, whatever, or 1970, whatever. Come on back and let us help you get your degree right now. And um, like I said, not only you and Andre Johnson, Pro Bowl from, um, for the Houston Texans, but other athletes that have, have come through there, man, and not, not nearly as big a name as you and Andre but have come back and were able to get their degrees. And, um, and, and, some, and I know some guys still that I'm still telling, hey, man, you only need two more credits. I, you were there. I was there with you. Go back and get the two credits. So hopefully everybody will eventually take advantage of that program that Donna Shalala created while she was at the University of Miami. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping too. Is it? They got it. They got it set up beautifully over there. Whatever, whatever you you need, they have the resources for you, and that's what made it so easy for me. Because when I went, when I left UM, they was pushing pencil and paper. When I went back, it was straight computers, <laughs> and I was lost. <laughs> I went back to Wyoming and said, Wyoming, everything's on computer. I don't think I'm. He said, man, take it easy. We're going to train you. So, wow. you know, it it, it was a, a great experience for me. I had fun. You know, I actually had fun going to school. I wow. spent hours in the library. I learned resources. I even learned what a reading center was. <laughs> but it was it was fantastic. So I, yeah. I I encourage guys to go back. They're gonna have fun, man. Yeah, and it's worth it, man. It, it really is worth it. You know, it's, it's, if nothing else, it's worth telling your kids. You know, hey, this is what I got. Yeah, we really appreciate that. I know I do, and you know, and that's just one of the perks. That, that UM has provided for us. Um, I tell people all the time, we have an annual reunion every year, second weekend in April, where all the former players, if you played for the Hurricanes in the 40s, the 50s, any era, you're invited to come back for this reunion. And uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, Mark Rick has um, had, I think, Carabas has sponsored the dinner for the last couple of years which makes it even better. But when Butch Davis started this some 20 years ago, Butch used to have a grill, a whole hog on the grill. He had it at the Touchdown Club. He had fish on the grill. And he had it all, you know. And, and, and he, he held no expenses when he first started that. So it's almost like now whatever coach is, in, is coaching the team, they have to live up to what what Butch started, and I have to applaud uh, Mark Rick. He's done a he's done a pretty he's done a good job in uh, hosting the University of Miami uh, alumni and former players back 
for the last two years. He's done a really good job. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yes, yes, sir. So that's that's going to be what August fifth down that they're going to have that reunion. No, that this yeah, year that, they have that's uh, correct. Yeah, the, the very first one, right, Kenny? This is the first time they ever having a a preseason um, reunion yeah. for the former players. Right. Yes. There's also a networking uh, event uh, in reference to uh, former players and uh, business people around the area to, to offer jobs to former athletes and student athletes at the university. So it's going to be a networking event as well. And the time is like 1030 to 230. So there, yeah. uh, Rick Rembert is inviting everyone to come out. If you have a business fellow uh, uh, members of the team, student athletes, if you have a business and you want some student athletes from the University of Miami, who may be seeking employment, then this is an opportunity for uh, each other to meet and to continue the, the family that the UM is all about. You know, we, we family. We're, we're not a nation. We're a family. So right. that's what this is all about. So August yep. 5th, 1030 to 230. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got another call on the line. Hey, uh, Matt, we got, we got Moselle on the line? Yeah, Moselle, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, we hear you loud and hey, clear, Moselle. How you doing, man? I'm, I'm loving this life I got, Moselle. I got Kitty Calhoun and Rodney Bellinger, and now we got Moselle Axel on the line. What's happening, Moselle? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Good company. Good company, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Hey, Moselle, we're celebrating Rodney Bellinger being inducted into the Coconut Grove Hall of Fame over the weekend and congratulating him on the air. And, uh, man, we're so proud that you, we're so happy that you, you were able to join us in this, um, in this little mini celebration we have right here. Yeah. And, you know, Rodney uh, was a teammate of mine. And he came in like, uh, I think I was a junior or senior. And um, Rodney and I was roommates a, a while, too, at the, uh, I think, uh, apartment. Uh, I can't remember, but uh, Ron was one of our roommates, man, and a uh, good guy. And uh, Ron, I want you to know this, man. You good guy, smart, intelligent, and uh, good player. Good player, man. And so uh, I'm, I'm proud of you, man, and uh, you deserve everything. Uh, well, I have to say one thing about Moselle that Kenny uh, said about myself when he came in as a freshman and at 36Z, and I took Kenny up under my wings. Moselle took me up under my wing, under his wings, and I, I had some fears when I got there, man. But he helped me out a whole lot, get getting adjusted to college life and 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 football life, and uh, it was a new world for me, man. I was I, I didn't know how to deal with it, and uh, he made it he made it possible for me to make it through my freshman year and uh, understand how to work, you know, how to go to work at, uh, in the classroom and, and the football field. So, uh, you know, me and Moselle go way back. And yeah. Moselle, yeah. I'd like to give you that credit, man. You helped me. I'd like to say thank you, bro. Well, hey, you deserve it, man. I'm telling you, and uh, I'm proud of you, man, like I said earlier. And uh, you've always been humble, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, we had good times back there, man, good times. And and uh, we supported one another, and uh, we just had a great time, man. And I heard you guys talking earlier about the family and about, you know, what 
the University of Miami brings and uh, what it has to offer. Uh, it's just a great atmosphere, a great atmosphere. Guys come from all over, man, and we just, you know, end up together as one family. Without a doubt, Moselle, man, and you you hit it right on the head when you say family. That's what it's about down there, man. I mean, and it's an extended family. I mean, I mean, every... Every one of you guys know my wife because we've been married for 20 years. We've been going down there for 20 years. But if, if you see one, you see another and another, you know. So it is a, it's a real family atmosphere. Um, we love one another. Um, hey, and I, I don't see nothing changing. No, no, I don't see anything. I don't see anything changing at all. You know, if you anything, it's going to get better. Education too. I heard you earlier talking about education. I'm glad you're talking about that because that's so important. That's man. so important, man, in, in, in our society because the young kids coming on nowadays, uh, yeah, you know, money's out there, but, man, that education is so important. And, and you guys are hitting the red on the head. I like what you're saying. I enjoy what you're saying because on our show, on, on our broadcast, we talk about some of the same thing, too. I mean, it's great uh, to, to play the game and be awesome, but, man, let me tell you right now, don't walk out. Don't leave that university without those papers in your hand. So true. Don't leave it. It's critical. I mean, and, and I and our our kids on life support, man, because there's so many of them really don't see this big picture. And education is the biggest part of that picture. It really is. Yeah. And Moselle, man, don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night, man, on Sports Info UM Radio Show. Hey, you got a good thing going, man. Y'all take care, man. Hey, we're gonna keep it going. Give me a call. Hey, was that Ken? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. That's another great right. guy, man. Another, another great Harry Kane right there. I love that guy. Love oh, you guys. Oh, I love you Without too, a man. doubt, man. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Hey, hey, hey we're going to take... Yeah. Darryl, be, be, before you go, one day you're going to have to start a, uh, on your show. You're going to have to start a, 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 a unsung hero segment. You know, because you have those unsung heroes like all three of us guys that not all four of us guys that are not all Americans, but made some impact on the program and in people's lives. And they play great football for the university, but they don't get the play they 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 deserve. But that's the unsung hero category that U.M. is lacking. That's why they can't win those games because they don't have those great second-tier players that come in there and and play like All-Americans anymore. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So that's that's our category, that unsung hero category. And, hey, I love my guys, man. I do, too. You Absolutely. know, and right now, we, we got to take a quick commercial break. But before we go, I'm going to let you know a guy – I was having a debate with a guy once, and I was telling him, man, on my teams at the University of Miami, the second-string guard was just as important as a first-string offensive, first-string tackle. That's the second-string guard on our team. He was just as important as a first-string offensive tackle, and nobody looked at him any different. The second-string DB was as important to our team as a first-string safety. We all looked, we needed each other, man. We, it was a puzzle, and all of us had to fit into that puzzle. And the next year's team had to find a way to, for all of us to fit into that same puzzle, man. So we, it, it was one player was no more important than another. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we got Vince on the line. He's holding. Hold on, Vince. Hold on. We'll be back with more sports information. 
Tuesdays. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Rodney Bellinger on the line, 1983 captain of that 1983 national championship team to beat Nebraska in the Orange Bowl. 31-30, Nebraska had a chance to beat Nebraska by just time the game. They would have actually had a moral victory. But Tom Osborne wasn't having nothing with no moral victory. He wanted a win. But guess who tapped that ball down in the end zone when they went for the two-point conversion? Kenny Calhoun is on the line with us, too. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince, what's up, Vince? What are the famous universe of Miami Dane? What are the girls riding the Bellinger boy in Calhoun? What's happening? A lot of them fine brown cattle. You How y'all doing? Well, man. Hey, hey well, hey, hold on. I got to give it to you, raw boy. Vince, hold on one second. Uh, Rodney and Kenny, Vince is a... He's a call on our show all the time. He lived down in, in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lickerdale. He lived in Fort Lickerdale. He love it. And we love it. We love Fort Lauderdale. And we truly support Fort Lickerdale. Fort Lauderdale. We, we support Fort Lauderdale all the time. And Vince is one of Lauderdale's finest. What's up, Vince? Hey, Vince. Hey. How you doing, Vince? I was just had to call the show just for a brief message. And I went with my partner, the shooting guard in Brown County, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, called Al Sapp. And we were just sitting there talking about y'all on the show. And I was just thanking you. And I thank Rodney Bellinger and Carol for showing us that love for the UL Pride. And I was loving that the rest of my life. One thing about it, I died with y'all. Four flat tires. Lauderdale, fine. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to leave this out and let you know, And one time for the team, I'll tell Fofo I shout it out for y'all. 
Hey, we we appreciate it, Vince. And Vince, don't we don't have to tell you not to be a stranger because we love it when you call and, and, and give us a what's give us a lowdown on what's really going down in yeah. South Florida. Yeah. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Hey, hey Bruce, what's that? Hey, man, we we love. Hey, hey Bruce, let me. I got a question for you. You know, I just heard the day that the woman that accused Michael Irvin of the sexual assault. They found Michael Irvin if he's not guilty. They dropped all the charges. And then, you know, oh, wow. Mike being the good Samaritan that he is, he said, I will volunteer to pay for all of her drug rehabilitation. So Mike throwing a, throwing a, throwing a lifeline out there, man. You know, the woman that accused him of something, and he is. Now, this is the second time Mike been in the, in the news back-to-back, because last week he was in the news said he wanted to fight an MMA fighter. But he didn't want to really fight no real MMA fighter. He wanted to fight a celebrity that trained in the MMA like he does. <laughs> so we was trying to figure out somebody that might fight him. I said T.O. And uh, somebody said that might be a good money match. And somebody said T.O. might take Mike. But I don't know about that. Wow. I don't know about that. Yo. But anyway, man. We got, we got, we got, um, uh, Bruce. I think we might have lost Bruce. But hey. Um, no, I'm here. I'm here. We 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 got we got Rodney Bellinger on the line. And Rodney was just inducted into the uh, Coconut Grove Hall of Fame. We're we're actually you know tipping our hat to him, and because he's been such a role model and such an inspiration yeah. to the University of Miami football program. He was a third round draft pick by the Buffalo Bills in 1983, the year we won the national championship. So uh, hey man, this is a, a top notch guy. Hey, I want to hey, I want to give you congrats, brother. Hey man, more power to you, man. Congratulations, Rodney. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing, man. I, well, I thank you. I thank you because one thing that yeah, one thing that that means coming when you're growing up, getting that respect from your community. You know, other athletes in your community. That's big. You want to you hear about the legendary stories growing up of guys who uh, was legends in your neighborhood, and now. You you know I'm gonna be walking in their footsteps, but uh, it's a message also to our university. You know it's time to start looking at some of those guys that played on that '83 championship team that were defensive players. You know, give us give us some um, give us some uh, some play, and uh, it's some guys that deserve to be in the UM Hall of Fame. But man, that community is big. It is. Yeah, and, and like I said, Rod, we appreciate you, man, for all that you've done. You know, um, you know, University of Miami has this thing now. Every every they have a countdown. I think they started at um, at ninety ninety nine, and I don't remember who it was. Might have been Julio Cortez was at number ninety nine, and then they yeah, went all the way down. And then uh, I think today is the fortieth day into the first game, and uh, Eddie Brown. Is the um, was on the was the number forty for the day, and um, I'm I'm almost sure when it gets down to um, to number four, uh, Rodney Bellinger's picture will be up there uh, on that number four. Um, you know, you might have to share it with Devin Hester, right? But you're gonna be on you gonna your name gonna be in there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so I think that's just a real testament testament to you and how much you've done for our program. And I, and I'm almost sure when it gets down to that number two. There's no doubt that Kenny Calhoun 
uh, tapping that ball down in the end zone. Kenny, yo, you gonna be your picture is gonna be in there too. And uh, and boy, if they just mention my name somewhere when they get to that number thirty-seven day, boy, woo, boy, I would be happy. I ain't gonna lie to you, I'm gonna be happy, man. <laughs> without, without thirty, without thirty-seven, man, that offense. Miami now. You wasn't just there, you know, hanging out because I remember going at you. We going at each other, and I remember you faking me out getting to the outside, you know, which didn't really happen to me. But I remember you doing that, and that's a big deal because you're the only person I can remember at the U getting outside of me, man. You, I remember that juke step inside, and you went outside. So congrats for that. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that with Kenny. Yeah, I remember that one. It didn't happen very often. But I do remember hey, that. Hey, yeah. hey, D boy, I wanted to get you, but you, you got me that time. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, you had that great speed, man. Darrell had that great speed and them quick Oh, now. man. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, man, we got one more call on the line. We're trying to get out. We only got three more minutes. Hey, Red, what's happening with you, Red? We got Rodney Ballard on the line, third round draft pick, 1983, Buffalo Bills. Man, I hear y'all, man. It, it, it's just, it was just cool sitting here listening to y'all chop it up, man. I, I, I enjoyed that, man. Hey, man. What, what, what's up, know. fellas? What's up, Rock? Hey, man. What's going on? Uh, it's great meeting you t- tonight, man. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you, too, man. Thanks for having me, y'all, man. This is uh, hey, hey. It's an honor to even be hey, on the phone with y'all, man. Y'all, y'all, uh, been big fans of y'all a long time, man. I know y'all get that a lot, man, but I'm going to say it one more time, man. I'm a fan from way back when, uh, shoot, that was Daryl's uh, freshman year. Okay. Yeah, well, Been a fan of right, you right, ever since, man. So, right, right there was a junior, and Kenny, and Kenny was a sophomore. And Red is calling from Hillsborough County, man. Yeah. Hey, man. No, I'm yeah, I'm Hernando, in Polk County here, brother. Hernando. He's just calling from Hernando County. Hernando oh, okay. County. Sorry about Jerome that. Jerome Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. exactly, yep. exactly. Yep. Jerome Brown. Yeah, I was thinking about him today, as a matter of fact. Yep, Jerome Brown. Yeah. Hey, and we just spoke with him a minute ago. Mentioning Jerome Brown, man, I, I visited my mom this weekend, and I went through some pictures that she has that she saved over the years, and I have a picture, me and Jerome Brown together, man. And I looked at that picture yesterday, man, and just felt so honored to have a picture with me and Jerome Brown side-by-side. Side. You know, yep. that was the uh, Fiesta Bowl, man. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Yep. Man, yep. You, you know what? I, I, and I got a story about Jerome. And I remember when Jerome came in his freshman year, he was a cocky freshman, and he, he could back it up because he had great talent. But, you know, I, it, when he came to us, you know, we were, we were some – Pretty tough guys, some cocky guys out But you know, I remember Jerome seeing Jerome when he when he was playing with the Eagles and he went into the league and stuff like that. And every time Jerome saw me, even when we was at U.M., he would call me Big Bro. Now this guy was about two hundred pounds bigger. Than yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> but you know, he always called me, "Hey, Big Bro, what's up, man?" Yeah. Now I can appreciate that, man. That's, even my yeah. even my wife said he called you big, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you but hey, so but, little. But, but, you, you had a lot of. <laughs> you, 
you had a lot of respect from everybody, though, man. And that's just, you yes, know, just yes, he, he is did. just one of many of the Hurricanes that have been through there and played with you that respected you, man. And respected all of us, though, you know, and you and Kenny. Hey, man, hey, Red, don't be a stranger. Don't have to tell you that. Thanks for calling. And thank all of our callers tonight. And Rodney, big thanks to you, man. Kenny, a big thanks, thanks to you. Man. Thanks, hey, Rod. Kenny, man, love you, bro. Hey, Red. Yeah, love you too, Rod. Red, thanks for calling, man. All right, Red. Hey, one more thing, man. We got a date well, uh, Sunday, don't we? We're supposed to be in Tampa Sunday, don't we? We got, we got a date Sunday. I'm trying to make it hard, baby. I'm, 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 I'm making plans for that. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers open their training camp July 30th, right? Say anyway to that. July 30th, I'll be there. That's my plan. Hey, guys. Hey, we out of here. We got. I see they're giving me 30 more seconds, so we got to get out of here. Rod, thanks again, man, and congratulations for making it into the Coconut Grove, Coconut Grove Sports Hall of Fame. Hey, guys, and everybody, thanks for listening to Sports Info UM, and we'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then. We'll be right back.